Welcome to the Getting to Clarity podcast, the place where busy women leaders discover how to create more success in their leadership journey with less sacrifice in their life. Here's your host, Debbie Peterson of Getting to Clarity. Hello and welcome back. I am Debbie Peterson of Getting to Clarity and this is another episode of Clarity, Creating More Success with Less Sacrifice in Your Leadership and Life. And today we're talking about intentional leadership and why you need it as a woman in business. So let me start out by asking you, do you ever feel that your career, that your life is just beyond your control? That there's maybe outside forces at work that move you from uncertainty to even more uncertainty, or maybe it's just the universe having a hearty chuckle at the shenanigans that it's creating and throwing at you that you're dodging in your work and your life. I don't know if that's ever happened to you, but it's happened to me plenty. I have days where I feel like I'm absolutely at the whim of whatever it is that's playing out in front of me. Uh, I feel like I have no control over what's happening in my work and my life. And right about then, I start to feel frustrated and I start feeling helpless, like I don't have control over it. I get irritated and then I start falling into the victim trap and thinking, why does this happen to me? And that's usually the time that it hits me. And what occurs to me is that I have let go of the reins of my life And I've left it to chance, not by choice. I have given away any power. And that's why I want to talk about intention. Intention guides every goal that we have, every conversation that we enter into, every meeting that we hold, each relationship that we build. Intention is how we get our control back. Intention is our influence. And especially it impacts how we show up in our leadership role. Whether you know you have a leadership title, you're in the C-suite uh, or an executive team, whether you run your own business, whether you work for someone else, you have to show up as a leader in your own life before you can even begin to show up as a leader in anyone else's. So what I've discovered with my clients is that uncertainty about the future is usually rooted in the past. So after all, we're creatures of habit, right? We tend to wake up each morning and we do the same thing day in and day out. Uh, Go to the coffee pot, uh, get a cup of tea, check your phone, read the news, go on social media, take a shower, get ready for your day. Maybe you have a, a morning run or some yoga in there. But the point is that your brain is a powerhouse for getting whatever it is that you want in your leadership and life. Uh, Your conscious mind, your thinking mind will think about, hey, this is what I want to achieve. And then your unconscious mind, which is the the true part of of the power that is you, goes to work and says, all right, I got it. And, And that's kind of how the brain works. The brain's efficient. And when you find ways that work for you, it's more easy than, you know, the mind says, great, this is going to make a fabulous habit and it gets to work at making it one. So the more you do it, the more it gets ingrained, the more it becomes unconscious. And then at some point, you're not even aware of what you're doing. It just happens. It's automatic. And that's great if what you're doing is working for you. But if it's not, then you've got to stop that pattern. And the thing is that when you are working from a habit, 
essentially you're, you're working from something on the past. You created this habit in the past and then you've implemented it. So if what you're currently experiencing in your leadership or in your life, in your role, how you're showing up, what's happening, if it's working, terrific. But if it's not, then you've got to get from the past to more future facing. So how do you make that happen? How do you disrupt the habit that you set in the past to instead make a new habit, a new focus that's future-based, that moves you towards what you want instead of what you don't? That is where intention comes in. And that's why it is so incredibly powerful, especially for a woman in business. So intention is defined as a thing intended, an aim or a plan. And every time you set an intention for showing up in your leadership role, you focus on the future and you focus on what it is that you want instead of what you don't. So when you make this new habit with your intention, you create influence and you generate momentum, which feels so much better than the rut you may be experiencing now. So let's talk about some ways that you can start your new intention habit, okay? I'm gonna talk about five easy ways to incorporate intention in your leadership and to start getting the results that you deserve. So first of all, intention for you as a leader. Here's what I'd like you to do. And if you wanna think about this question, you can jot it down in a journal and spend some time with it. That's when it's most effective. So ask yourself the question, when I am showing up ideally as a leader, I am what? Finish that sentence and finish the sentence with as many things as you can think of that resonate with the type of leader that you want to embody, whether it's in your business or just in your life, self-leadership as well. For example, you might say, when I am showing up ideally as a leader, I am empowering others or I am listening deeply. I'm a good listener. Maybe it is I am developing future leaders. So whatever it is that you think of, make a list, make a list of as many things as you can think of. These are the guideposts. These are the guideposts that lead you toward showing up as a leader that you want to be. And if you've got a big list you don't want to focus on all of it. You want to focus on the things that are most important to you. And so prioritize that list. Figure out what the top three are that you can really put your focus and intention into. Uh, ingraining this as a habit as to how you show up in your leadership and life. And you can create a habit before going on to the next three. Second tip. Is set an intention for a 30, a 60, or an, even a 90-day sprint. So whether you work for a business or you work in an organization, there's always, always more than one thing to juggle. You have competing priorities within your work life. Uh, team members, clients, projects, departments, whatever. Not to mention you've got a personal life, right? So setting an intention for a specific period of time of what it is that you want to accomplish in that time, what is your focus and intention for that 30 days, that 60 days, or that 90 days, and focus on just that. So for instance, it could be that within the, a certain time period, you want to meet one-on-one -on -one with your team members each month. So for the next 90 days, I'm going to meet one-on-one -on -one with each of my team members um, for the next 90 days. Maybe you want to set the intention of being finished by five and transitioning to your family for the next 30 days. 
whether that's you're leaving the office at five, whether that is you're walking out of your home office at five and trying that for the next 30 days. And that helps you to set up good habits. But here's the deal. When you do it this way, it's not forever. It's just for a certain period of time. Can you do something for 30 days? Sure you can. Can you do something for 90 days? Absolutely. We can do anything when we put our mind to it and it's not permanent. So you have an opportunity to see what actually happens when you leave the office at 5 or 5.30 instead of speculating on the front side and saying, okay, that's never going to work. You just try it for a period of time. So setting an intention for a specific period of time, 30, 60, or 90 days. Third tip is to set an intention for your week. I am a big advocate of planning for your week in advance. Uh, Usually for me, it happens Sunday. I look at my calendar. I am a, a hard copy physical planner kind of gal. That's what works best for me, whatever works for you. But taking the time on Sunday to plan my week, or at the very least Monday morning, gives me an outlook of what's coming and I can set my intention for the week. I know what it is that I am going to focus on. I know what it is that, how it is that I'm going to show up because I have planned the week. I know where the gaps are. I know where I have some time and I know where I need to give myself a little bit of help, perhaps because I've got a full day. And usually help comes in the form of, hey, honey, whatever it is that you want to cook or pick up for dinner, that would be just lovely. So there's a strategy you can try as well. So setting your intention for the week. And uh, if it were an ideal outcome, what would make you feel accomplished for the week? So it gives you a guide of what it is that your intention is for the week. So that's the third tip. The fourth tip is we're chunking down here is what's your intention for the day? So similar to what's your intention for the week, now we're just looking at it day by day. Once we planned out the week, we're looking at the day. Um, You know, what is it that you want to focus on for your day? What is it that you want to accomplish for that day? And it doesn't mean that it's going to happen exactly as you want. But I will tell you, you really pack the odds in your favor when you think about and set an intention at the beginning of the day. So think about the outcome that you want. What will make you feel accomplished? Maybe it is a few things that you want to accomplish. I am a proponent of having a big goal and then chunking it down and picking three things every day that I want to accomplish that are going to move me toward it. Because life gets in the way, right? We have things happen and all of a sudden our our good intentions can be set aside. But if you can put some action behind your attention, it's less likely to happen. So I pick three things that move me towards my long-term goal. And I look at the day. I know what I have going on. It can be three things that I can take some time to accomplish. Or if I am just uh, loaded to the gills with meetings all day long, then it's three little simple things, but I'm still getting momentum towards what I want. But I have to set that intention for the day first. So that's the fourth tip. The fifth tip is to think about your intention as a person for your interactions with other people. So although this is the last tip on the list, it's certainly not the least, and it has a lot of power over how you show up, how you want to be when you are interacting with others. 
So how do you want to come across as a leader? What attributes and characteristics do you want to embody? Is it maybe having patience or being a good listener or being supportive? So think about who it is that you want to be, how it is that you want to come across, how you want to act, what it is that you want to embody. And think about that before you pick up the phone, before you hop on a Zoom call, before you have a one-on-one meeting, or be even before you have a conversation. Let that be your intention to guide you. So intention has so much power and it's absolutely within your control. It doesn't cost money. It doesn't take time. It just is you being willing to do it. So be open, be curious, discover how you can create thoughtful intentions throughout your leadership and your life. But remember that just like knowledge, intention must have action behind it. Otherwise, it's just a wish. Oh, and speaking of wishes... Here is wishing you all the clarity that you deserve in your leadership and life. And until next time, have a great day. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Getting to Clarity podcast with Debbie Peterson. If you enjoyed this show, please rate and recommend it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you enjoy your podcasts. To learn more about how you can create more success with less sacrifice in your leadership and life, visit gettingtoclaritypodcast.com.